Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Tuesday the 6th of July. As usual though, with all the information contained in this video presentation, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast or video briefing and always speak to your financial advisor. And if you need to, you can always read the PowerPoint slide here or head on over to our websites to read their disclaimer in full. All right, well, of course, we had a quiet session overnight with the US markets closed for Independence Day. So we've got some uh, updates here from European markets and European markets pushing ahead. The big news of the night probably was the OPEC Plus talks, which were abandoned after a failure to agree. And we did see the oil price up on the back of that UAE and Saudi Arabia at uh, each other's throats over oil supply and uh, production cuts continuing. So we have got Brent crude up 1.3% and WTI at 1.6%. As far as the European markets go, though, we had the FTSE up 0.6%, of a percent, 42 points to 71.65. The German index, the DAX, up to 15,662, won't mean much to anybody, up 12 points, up 0.08 of a percent, and France pushing slightly ahead, up 0.22 percent to 6,568, 15 points. As a result, we have seen our SPY futures slightly better, they're up around 19 points, and US futures, which, although US markets were themselves closed, US futures Money never sleeps there, and they were open. They're up around 32 points this morning. Spy Futures showing a 19-point rise there, 7248. We did eke out modest rises yesterday, but really that was down to the bid for Sydney Airport rather than anything else. As far as commodities go, of course, uh, gold in the U.S. terms was closed. Iron ore back above $220 U.S. a ton, 221.40, up nearly 1.9% or $4.10. The Aussie dollar back down to 75.26. And in London on the LME, we had copper up 1.4%, nickel up 0.2%, aluminium down 1.16%, lead uh, pretty much uh, down 08 and zinc unchanged, and tin up 0.21. In UK terms, we had BHP and Rio up around 1.4% there overnight. Here you can see this is the FTSE chart rather than the S&P 500 as we normally have. But there's the FTSE chart closing pretty much on its highs. And, of course, uh, one of the big highlights for the UK market, of course, was Boris Johnson laying out freedoms and how they will be restored on the 19th of July. So face masks, etc., all scrapped. Social distancing rules, all scrapped. Registering with QR codes, all scrapped. Life is back to normal in the UK. This is despite a massive increase in COVID cases. So it remains to be seen whether this is the way to go, but certainly that is the way the UK is going. In other major stories last night, fund managers see record-breaking stock market rally continuing surge in corporate profits, vaccinations and fiscal and monetary policy tailwinds. As Delta variant spreads, reopening plays are dumped while stay-at-home stocks are embraced. Well, there's a... Uh, 
A little bit of uh, negativity creeping in. Central banks adding to their gold holdings as concerns about inflation and recovery in global trade spurred demand. Haven't really seen that in the gold price. And uh, the ECB's Schnabel says temporary inflation overshoot necessary while the economy recovers. And Chinese President Xi and European leaders said to plan conference call ahead of heightened tensions. That would be an interesting Zoom call. And EU diplomats stress their commitment to human rights and appeal to China for mutual respect. As far as our market goes today, of course, the big focus will be on the RBA meeting today. This is a big one, and the governor is holding a press conference at 4pm. Of course, the RBA meeting results come out at 230 but uh, the press conference at four. So we are going to hear from the governor about the next leg of the bond buying program unveiled because the $100 billion program to buy bonds, keep rates low, ends in September. 10-year yields in the US, 1.42. Australia, 1.43. Germany, minus 0.21%. And the steel hub, uh, Tanshang, uh, resumed production after the country's party centenary celebrations. Oil plus OPEC plus talks abandoned, and Goldman Sachs predicts a slight fall of the S&P 500 by the year end to around 4,300, and the 10-year yield to hit 1.9%. I suspect if the 10-year yield hits around 1.9%, the S&P won't be anywhere near 4,300. And uh, CanStar have come out with some modelling today, saying borrowers could face an average variable mortgage rate of over 4.3% from as early as 2023. This would lift the variable mortgage rate from 3.2 to 4.36, based on the current margin between the two rates. A2 Milk has won another legal case with a US group called Brooms or Brahms, and this group is a... Um, Milk Bar Group that uh, has its own brand of milk, which advertises A2. Uh, They now will have to change their labelling. And Tabcorp will pursue JVs, not HVs, and partnerships with BET, Betmakers, post-demerger. And it is thought that the suitors for the Tabcorp wagering division will now move on and target other interesting nuggets to take over. Westpac sold its New Zealand life business for $400 million, and Oz Super could be looking at Optus Towers, and we've already talked about Boris Johnson allowing the UK citizens to take individual responsibility for their own outcomes. And no masks, no QR, and no social distancing will be the norm from July the 19th there. As far as question of the day goes, there's plenty of uh, talk in the papers today about uh, rate rises for mortgages, independent of the RBA. And of course, today is the day when we do focus on the RBA. But are you prepared for rate rises on your mortgage? That's if you have one, of course. So are you making plans for when that mortgage rate increases? Or are you just happy to keep um, paying what you pay at the moment? Or are you paying a little more to keep that uh, yourself ahead of those uh, rate rises to come. Thanks very much for listening. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts, ideas or insights over there. It's a great group. 3,500 members on the group. Uh, Members helping members is the motto there. But thanks very much. And don't forget, if you missed Ask the Analyst last Friday, you can always catch up with the webinar on the website with the link there today. Thanks very much for listening and have a great day.